0: This is Global Ambitions, your 15-minute window into the minds of localization and international go-to-market experts. Discover how they respond to their biggest challenges. Here's today's host.
1: Hi, my name is Antoine Ray, and I'll be your host today for this uh, Global Ambitions podcast episode. And my guest today is Yoko Drain, who is the Senior Director of Product Globalization at Zendesk. And today with Yoko, we will be talking about Help Center Articles Localization Process. Yoko, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you for having me, Antoine.
1: Yoko, do you want to let us know a little bit about yourself and about Zendesk and the localization efforts that you drive for them?
0: I've been in localization field for over 20 years. I joined Zendesk when the company was very small about 10 years ago to start the localization of our software. Zendesk is a customer support platform. We have a ticketing system, chat. We can talk to the customer. And then also the bigger part is a help center capability that we can host the knowledge base article in multiple languages. My primary role is localizing the software and also we expanding a support for help center localization and training content. And um, my mission is enable our international cast.
1: And so in, with regards to the help center articles, localization process, like we certainly have seen, I've seen like in the industry with a number of clients, a surge of uh, support uh, articles being published by tech companies like uh, Zendesk. What is your approach at Zendesk and, and, and why?
0: The goals of having a support article is enable our customer. That's resulting uh, reducing a ticket uh, number that coming to our support group. When the market is small, of course, the support team is very small because we can invest because the numbers the users is small. But typically, the help center content is is large, and the translation. If we try to do everything in human translation, it's very expensive. We try to enable customer by providing a good enough content that a customer take action so that uh, we can reduce the number of the ticket. To do so, um, we use a machine translation based on the popularity of the content and then also the focus of the market.
1: That's an interesting approach that seems to be quite different to what I've seen before. So are you saying that you're waiting to see how many people read an article to action it on the localization side or?
0: Yes. So what we do is we train the machine translation engine to produce mm-hmm. the higher quality output. And then we just publish a road translation for the market that are very small. Mm-hmm. And then also the traffic is small. So our automation, what we do is we look at the data of the access to the each articles. So when the article is less popular, we just don't invest too much money. As the popularity goes up, we actually invest more money which means we added the post edit, so that the translation quality goes up. So we continue to monitor the traffic.
1: Got it. So initially it's a raw empty output, you know, and then yeah. if the traffic goes up, then you're gonna post edit to human level quality. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in general, when that happens, then do you mm-hmm. see an increase in traffic again, or, or feedback about the quality of the article?
0: yes and obviously yeah we get the feedback from the customer so we create a chain of feedback system so that we can continue to improve the content
1: and your training of engine that's done with i presume reference material translation memories existing articles that may have been translated Uh, what else do you use for that
0: because as we manage all the product localization so all the product strings is in there and then also mm-hmm. the knowledge based articles and then also the training articles that are, we already have been localized. So we continue to feed into those and then regularly train that. And then obviously we maintain a terminology so that we make sure that all that terminology, atlases and desks is consistent.
1: Are you using any kind of um, SEO and um, the keywords to weave into uh, the post editing effort or into your machine translation engines?
0: This is uh, the area that I was something that I like to improve. We definitely not putting a high priority focusing on it, as I mentioned in the grocery terms. We including a marketing terms, that's reflected to the SEO terms because uh, we get the feedback from the marketing team and we collaborate with them.
1: Very good. So that could be an area where you can improve even further the traffic that you're generating on this, and therefore yes. uh, reduce even more tickets being created. Have you noticed any negative impact of the way you're currently doing with the raw MT output, for instance, uh, like customer feedback
0: or things like that? I don't see that negative impact on our customers. It's better. It's definitely um, getting a buy-in from the stakeholder. It's been challenging. Still, there was a doubt about the machine translation. People think about machine translation is unusable. So we continue to evangelize and increase the knowledge. Um, mostly that we show the data and then also Mm -hmm. that we do quality tests so that we can justify that it is good enough and it's better to have something to enable the customer rather than having nothing for them to take action.
1: Got it. Yeah. In this case, I've seen two different schools of stakeholders, uh, those that believe blindly in just Google Translate there and Mm -hmm. the opposite of those that totally uh, do not believe in that approach and are very skeptic. So you've been proving to them by showing, first of all, I presume, a reduced cost, but also an increased traffic?
0: Definitely. I have partnered with uh, one of the department. They localize the content themselves. And then obviously they get that, oh, the translation is bad feedback. <laughs> this is like a typical feedback. when Yeah, when you're not in the localization field, they don't know what to do with it. And they basically came to me helped me. And then at the end, uh, we actually uh, started partners with the department. And then we helped them to really increase the quality of the content. And it also created the customer feedback. And that's using
1: machine translation as well for that department?
0: Yes. Interesting. So you've managed,
1: well. you've managed to improve mm-hmm. the quality of whatever they were doing before by using machine mm-hmm. translation in this case, right? NMT, I presume.
0: Yes, um, they were using machine translation, but at the training part and then okay. the, the checking the quality, increasing the quality and creating customer feedback loop. That's the part it's, that's something that our localization people, we always talk okay. about it. But uh, if you're not in the field, it's really hard to understand.
1: And Yoko, what about videos? Like, are you guys creating beyond help desk articles? Are videos something that come into your radar for support content?
0: We do uh, localize the on-demand training content. We have a training site that our customer can learn the software and then even like examination so that people can certify to be a Zendesk expert. So we are partnering with the team to localizing the content. So some of the on-demand videos and then also certification programs
1: as well. And those are like usually localized into how many languages are you doing the help articles or the videos
0: help article um, we do in um, seven languages and in training is we still doing uh, three four languages
1: any other insight that you have on that process for uh, the help because i find it interesting that it is driven by the traffic the organic traffic that you have on your site like i think it's a great kind of a approach but any other insight you would advise other companies out there are dealing with knowledge-based articles in terms of optimizing their process and reducing cost and increasing
0: traffic. I would definitely invest on automation. Mm-hmm. The volume is large. So if you try to handle everything manually, you need to have a really large team. Right, And then also um, knowledge-based articles are written by different departments. So they have different use cases and then also they have a different publishing cadence. And then mm-hmm. also the requirement. So we really want to think about differentiating content. Is this content is higher priority or not? So we really treat them differently.
1: Very interesting to see that, and that's I think very uh, useful for our listeners in this case that sometimes don't always get the budget they're looking for, and suddenly that's an <laughs> interesting approach, <laughs> you know. Yes. From, uh, <laughs> Zendesk. So thanks very much, Yoko, for coming to talk to us today about this. And we certainly look forward to hear more from you on our channels, as well as potentially in the localization industry in other events out there. So thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Global Ambitions. Subscribe at globalambitions.net or wherever you get your podcasts.